0: Hey there, traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Today's episode of the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast is sponsored by FinClub.ai. Finclub.ai helps you take the guesswork out of trading. Now, what do I mean by that? They actually use artificial intelligence and advanced algorithms to bring you the best stock picks on a daily basis. And it's one of the tools that we use at 10MinuteStockTrader.com because they really do deliver the best stock picks that I've seen anywhere. It's absolutely unreal. Just looking over the last week of trading, they have win rates that are 88%, 92%, 93%, and 94%. I mean, It's fantastic. And kind of scary how well that this program works. And these are some of the tools that the big Wall Street banks use. And FinClub.ai has made it available to you and everybody through your phone, through your computer, through your iPad, anywhere you want to have it. These artificial intelligence tools are yours to use to find the best stock picks out there. Now, if you sign up for their service by April 1st, 2019, you're going to be getting huge discounts. I mean, big discounts, kind of like they might be losing money by having you on the service by using these kind of discounts. But even after that point, they're still going to be offering some awesome discounts when you use the code 10 minute. That's one zero M-I-N-U-T-E. Make sure you use that code so you can get these giant discounts. And you're probably skeptical, right? How is there going to be a service that offers these awesome stock picks for a really great price? And at the same time, you know, people like me use them. People like Wall Street banks use them. But you know what? They have a 14-day free trial. So go out and try it and see for yourself. See if you can actually use this in your own portfolio. Because I'm pretty sure you're going to find some awesome stock picks. And whenever you see how well that they uh, hit those target numbers that they're putting out there, it's going to freak you out. Because it freaked me out the first time I saw it. I emailed the developers there and I was like, this is unreal. You guys are about to become billionaires. And they're like, yeah, we know. So... Get in the service while you can, because honestly, I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't think it's going to be around forever because it's so good. It's going to be scooped up by a VC firm or Wall Street Bank, and then we're not going to have it anymore. So sign up while you can, essentially, is what I'm trying to tell you. And make sure you use the code 10MINUTE, that's one zero M I minute and you will be just as blown away as I was by FinClub.ai and their artificial intelligence platform. Hey there, 10-Minute Traders, and welcome back to the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com. Today, we have a special guest who's actually back on the line today from Simpler Trading. We have Taylor Letterman, one of the crypto enthusiasts there. And, and Taylor, I'm I'm super excited to, uh, to get back on this topic. Uh, our first time we had you on, we had Crypto Trading 101, and today, it looks like we're going to be having Crypto Trading 102. So Taylor, hey, thanks for coming back on. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options Podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we give you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster trade smarter. And here's your host, go to one of the top 100 people in finance by Redwood Media Group, founder and head trader of 10MinuteStockTrader.com, Christopher Yule.
1: Thanks for having me. Glad to be back.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so give the audience a little bit of a, a background about you. Um, some of them may not have been able to catch the first episode, we want to get a full background on on who Taylor Letterman is.
1: So I've been working here at Simpler Trading. Uh, Simpler Trading is an education company. We teach people how to trade many different assets from stocks, options, forex, futures, and crypto, of course. And so that's kind of my realm within the company, is in the crypto realm, um, focusing on everything from Bitcoin to the other 1,600 altcoins uh, that are in the market. Just kind of digging through some of those. Um, I first entered the crypto space uh, as I was a developer. So, crypto being more uh, forward thinking, the adoption cycle now is really early on. So, I learned about cryptocurrency. So, I had the advantage of just understanding the technicals a bit more than most uh, from the get go. So, uh, it was the right place, the right time, with sort of the right background to be setting the scene I am now to be talking about crypto. So just kind of cascaded, and here we are now, uh, cool. 2019. Yeah, so did you develop any of the, the cryptos there, or were you working on other projects? Uh, yeah, we, we don't have any cryptos. We haven't launched anything ourselves, but I've been working um, some indicator stuff uh, for charting platforms, some stuff for just building wow, uh, cool. our websites and simple marketing stuff as well, so that was mm-hmm. the development portion, and then just being surrounded by expert professional traders yeah. all day. Some of that knowledge are seeping um in and then we have as like I said, we're primarily focused on uh education in the market. So mm-hmm. it all just kinda came to me as I was working here. So
0: right. Well very cool. Yeah, you sound like uh, the right guy to talk and- to you for crypto for sure. Um so what are you I mean what what's out there in the in the realm of, of crypto right now that that's uh, piquing Taylor's interest?
1: So right now, February, as we roll into March, February is the first green month, luckily, that we got for Bitcoin over the past six months, or since since August of last year. So all the March been fairly bearish. We've been making some trades, trading against the trend lately. Uh, everything is kind of tightening in ranges. So what we're trying to do right now, within with our customers and as we're educating people on the market is kind of f- focusing on liquidity in the market simply mm-hmm. because uh we're still a, relying on bitcoin ethereum some of the major uh cryptocurrencies in the space the ones that own a majority of the overall market cap so bitcoin is going to be around 52 percent of the overall crypto market cap ethereum is going to be uh probably 10 percent and the rest are just altcoins. And so we're, we're looking at some of the altcoins in the top 100 in terms of market cap and trying to keep our focus there just simply because there's so much out there, so much noise within the crypto space just as there any market. Yeah. Um, throwing down what you're looking at is going to be helpful for any investor, uh, especially if you're new to the crypto space. So keeping it in the top 10 um, and learning about those tokens, learning about the fundamentals, um, and then seeing how they trade on a chart uh, is very important as well. So... That's kind of where we keep our focus lately. It's just where the liquidity is, where majority of the market cap wise.
0: Okay, and you were saying last time that Bitcoin kind of leads the market. So whatever Bitcoin's doing,
1: everybody else is doing. Is that still the case? It's almost like a trading of currency. So you have in forex, you have you want to trade a strong currency, weak currency. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pairing is important, and then within crypto, a majority of our pairing is going to be paired with Bitcoin. Um, or if the term determines whether we have opportunity in some of these altcoins so bitcoin moves up bitcoin drops um, we'll see risk shift in the market so uh, bitcoin is still always for the foreseeable future going to be the top dog until we have something attempt to unseat it Mm -hmm. Um, but most of the exchanges will pair many of the altcoins with bitcoin so we're stuck Ah, having to watch bitcoin just as much as we are watching the altcoins
0: very Uh, interesting
1: okay if we're bearish Bitcoin, we're, we tend to be bearish altcoins because the crypto market, again, there's not a lot of tools in some of these exchanges for us to short some of the altcoins, um, especially in the US, it, there's some limitations and uh, some some exchanges allow leverage trading, margin trading, but for the most part, we're, we can only um, trade to the upside for the alts. Oh, okay. Whereas Bitcoin, we have the ability to short. Um, so if, if we're bearish, that's what I'm saying, over the past uh, six, seven months, Bitcoin's been dropping. Uh, but we can trade alts as long as Bitcoin is going up. Uh, so it's, it's an interesting uh, kind of scenario we only really see in the crypto market, or at least I've dealt with so far in the mm-hmm. crypto market. Uh, it makes it more challenging, but it makes you a better trader. More adversity becomes, I guess, better experience at some point.
0: Yeah, that makes total sense to me. Absolutely. Okay, so so let's you know, last time we went step by step onto how to set up like a Coinbase account, um, kind of the the initial um, getting funded, everything trades on basically pairs of uh, bitcoins, uh, like you were just mentioning a second ago. So if we were to if we were to take that one step further, right? What is our what is our crypto 102 lesson right like we're still new but we've got our account funded um, what what's the first uh,
1: step that we take into the water here sure so it's like like I mentioned you want to get an eye of what's happening in Bitcoin so we want to look at Bitcoin um, from a technical perspective look at the chart uh, determine the tr- overall trend right now uh, Bitcoins about neutral so then we check that box if we're bearish Bitcoin we kind of just stop there. Uh, we can trade Bitcoin, okay. we can trade some of the uh, major altcoins, but for the most part, we can't really dig deeper into the other altcoins in the market. Uh, like I said, because we have limitations here in the US, some exchanges outside of the country, outside of the US allow shorting of the altcoins, so then you have uh, more opportunity there. Uh, so it just really, and then some exchanges allow you to uh, trade alts without having to pair it with Bitcoin. So it depends on uh, the exchange you're working with. So here in the U.S., my focus is tends to be on Coinbase being my my fiat gateway to the market. So that's mm-hmm. talked about last time is taking from your bank and buying some Bitcoin or some, and then transferring it over to a, another exchange that has access to more tokens and liquidity. And so Binance is that second piece of that puzzle right there. Binance Binance exchange is where we'll trade a majority of our altcoins here at Simpler Trading. And we'll focus on again, like I said, the top 100. So right. And as, so, do you?
0: As, I was just going to ask, do you use like any kind of charting platform, or yep. or uh, is that within Binance, or can you look that up on ThinkOrSwim or, or something like that?
1: So you're not going to find it in any of your traditional charting platforms. We use TradingView. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it's a web application so you don't you won't have it on your desktop like you would TradingView or TradeStation NinjaTrader ninja any of these other um platforms so i, I love trading trade or TradingView. they have a mobile app uh, from there uh, you can create all your watch lists and save all that uh it integrates with the exchanges so you can pull in all the data feeds from finance and some of these major quite easy to kind of get your feet wet in the charting. So if you're coming, I'm assuming most people listening to podcasts have some knowledge or at least base level knowledge of like charting mm-hmm. and so stepping into uh trading view, charting Bitcoin, determining the trend, and then seeing how that Bitcoin strength is relative to many of these altcoins. Mm-hmm. And we start looking for opportunity there. But uh, what a lot of people have a misconception of the crypto market from 2017 was buy and hold. And so buying an asset and holding it uh, till you become profitable, essentially, is how everyone took the view. And that's, that's sort of the dogma that ICOs had, um, ICOs being initial coin offerings. That was a big thing in 2017, early 2018. Initial coin offering, same thing as an IPO. You're buying it when it first hits the market uh, and then holding it as development is occurring in the back end of this project. Hopefully, mm-hmm. speculating on a high price in the future, and that worked out well for many people uh, over the past couple of years. But we're seeing that slow down. Um, the buy and hold strategy within crypto is kind of—it's um, really not working for anyone uh, as much as it was before in the past. I still believe in dollar right. cost averaging into a position. So if you're investing in the assets long term, you're not watching the chart and trading every day. Uh, dollar cost average, I think that's the best approach. But if you're trading, buy and hold won't work for you. Uh, so what we do is really just determine the trend of the market. And right now, bear trend, uh, everything's leaning bearish to neutral. But for what we're trying to do is find those opportunities, those little cycles in the market where altcoins are moving up and taking advantage of that opportunity when we get it. Okay. So... You know, I don't know if if the audience actually has so much
0: of a understanding or or maybe a full breadth of uh, you know what what an ICO uh, means, where the currencies come from, things like that. Um, in fact, just this last week, I heard something about um, the point of having crypto miners is to have um, them create nodes, and in return for creating a node, they get uh, a token or a uh, a piece of the currency or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, that's way over my head. <laughs> Do, and, could, and you, could you explain maybe what the nodes are and how they get uh, currencies and things like that sure, out of sure. it? Because I have no idea.
1: Right. So uh, nodes function as uh, it's a actor on the network. So they're there to help maintain this distributed ledger. So they're verifying transactions. Uh, from another node or another miner, uh, all those transactions need to be verified in across the distributed system there's no single place where that data is held. So you have all these individuals. so like I can be writing a node for my laptop as we're talking right now and it's just saving all those transa- transactions on the blockchain and it's just keeping this long ledger of all the data that occurs there. So, Uh, With blockchain, it's a pinned only. So you just keep stacking blocks on stacking blocks on stacking blocks. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of the security within it is you can't go undo this block here and change it. Um, So as those blocks stack, we want to maintain that information across the entire network without one person, one individual, one node um, being the main source of that information. Because when that occurs, that person could have the ability to to change it because they're the only who everyone else is looking to to maintain um, this ledger. And so there's tons of ways to describe cryptocurrencies, um, but that, that's, we don't spend as much time on that. We, we wanna know what tokens are funda- fundamentally like well-structured in ter- terms of the development processes they use, mm-hmm. uh, but we really focus on the use case of the cryptocurrency. So the intended use case of it, um, what the kind of the overall table market for that asset it will be the same way you're looking at an IPO um, or evaluating a startup is how we would evaluate a cryptocurrency. We don't necessarily need to know the nuts and bolts of the code in the back end or um, their consensus model, how they come to agreement or what their plan uh, for launching the token is, as long as we really can understand the use case and we can trust, uh, find some trust or experience and knowledge within the team. So, our fundamental focus, if we're evaluating a token, is like we're looking at a startup. Um, We don't necessarily code. Um, I think it's important as you enter the market, that's kind of like crypto 105 is (laughs) the actual processes of some of the code and what the different terminology within the blockchain space is. Mm -hmm. Uh, But unless you're working for super nerdy and want to geek out on that, I think we can kind of keep those aside if we're entering the market for the first time until sure. we feel comfortable knowing what assets we're talking about and knowing okay. the use of crypto. So I I, I talked to a lot of newbies as they're learning about crypto and I think it's very important just to like keep them ease ease. They don't have to worry about all the terminology from the get-go. I think just look at it as any other asset. You're evaluating startups and you're looking at charts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Break it down to this. No, no, I, that
0: I really like the uh, the startup analogy there, right? Because you don't want to get into. I I think we talked last time we were talking about Banana Coin, and uh, you know, Banana Coin may not make sense overall, but in different use cases, it may make perfect sense. I think you were. I think you had the example of something like um, you'd be able to track if there's some sort of like um, uh, disease or something within the bananas, you'd be able to yeah. know exactly who purchased it, basically all the way back to the tree that it came from, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um so yeah, I, I I I like that analogy there. So what are some other than uh Binance and uh Coinbase, uh are there any other tools or resources that you use in order to to make this happen? Like I know there's a lot of moving parts. It's not like you open up your your broker's platform, you give them some money, and then you're off to the races. I mean, there's there's step A, B, and C along the way. What what other tools or resources would uh, would someone need to to look into?
1: Uh, I, outside of like just re- finding some reading material to like get up and going on the market, mm-hmm. uh, I think there's there's a book called uh, Crypto Economics or Cryptonomics. Uh, okay. it's actually a really great book. Uh, I can give I can send you a link to that, but it, it's yeah. just It talks about how kind of evaluating the network effects of some of these crypto assets change. So a crypto asset, any asset or any network is only as good as people using it. And that depends on how many people are using it. So if there's not any transactions happening on Bitcoin. What's the point of speculating the price of it if no one's using it? Yeah, that's fair. And so... In that book, it kind of breaks down some of the pieces of how we can look at the numbers within the overall market cap or the circulating supply of an asset and start um, engineering sort of the out the long term use case and long term effects of that network. So mm-hmm. we want to see things expand the same. It's similar to like a social media network like you your Facebook. So you start using Facebook, you start posting stuff sending messages and then you have you have a friend that's not on Facebook and then they feel like they're missing out so they need to get on Facebook so they can interact with you on that platform or have mm-hmm. that ability to talk to you globally and share those experiences so that's what we're looking for some of the like bitcoins and ethereums and some of these other coins the the expansion of that network to start growing as more people uh, and so as I start I use Bitcoin, and then I tell my parents I can send them Bitcoin, and they're like, Well, we would never use it. And <laughs> what are we going to do with have, that? <laughs> have to create a set up a wallet and then uh-huh. start interacting with it and learning about it. And so we're starting to see that, but the, the book does a fantastic job of kind of encapsulating all of that. Okay. Cool. Uh, so I think it's important you get a good idea of sort of the overall market gap. There's a website that many of us use called coinmarketcap.com, okay. and that will give you kind of a breakdown of. The number of coins in the market, as well as links to their websites, their, uh, all of their accounts where they're keeping their GitHub and information on finding out more, as well as different markets. So the exchanges these operate on, the trading pairs, you can kind of get a really broad overview of many of the coins in the market by just going to that website. Hmm. I, I think it's one of the better resources out there. Or at least it's been around long enough to with, withstand the test of time right Which the test
0: matter. of a of a very volatile market yeah for sure yeah. okay so so let's say I funded my account and I'm ready to go um i i I'm getting into my my binance account um what is what 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 do I what do I do next am I am I looking to buy Bitcoin or am I looking to buy ripple or am I r- looking to buy ripples with bitcoins
1: we want to, we want to come sort of develop our trading plan at this point. So we want to start uh, the same way if you're trading stocks. You have sort of a trading plan that you follow. You have your indicators you use to chart. uh, You have the stocks that you believe in long term. You have strong conviction for. Uh, So we want to start building that awareness of Mm -hmm. what assets in the market fundamentally. That's what I'm saying. When we're evaluating that startup, we're looking at these coins and then the teams behind them, the the intended use cases, the attainable market. uh, They're... Progress on the roadmap, so or read their white paper to kind of determine more about the nuts and bolts of the coin. Um, Or most of these, the coin is just part of the project, um, and that's what we're using to buy and speculate on the future price. But uh, still maintain that view that this is a startup, and I, if this startup is not successful, the coin I'm investing in is going to be worthless. So Mm, yeah. So we want to build that awareness in the market to determine what those coins are, and then we want to start charting them. We want to start looking at the overall trend of Bitcoin and then bringing that uh, sort of view point and scaling it to some of these altcoins. And then you trade, you set your orders on Binance, chart on Trading View, uh, and you do your research around the, the startup just by digging around the internet. A lot of people, very smart people out there had done all kinds of reviews, um, in-depth analysis on many of these tokens. So information is readily available. You just mm, got to search good. for it. Um, but there's not, there's really... Much more than that, we're just keeping up with regulations. That's sort of the the other piece, is knowing how the government is viewing cryptocurrencies, new product coming out, so there's ETFs, and just seeing how those, those news um, and these catalysts that we're hoping will help kind of boost crypto and grow that network that we're talking about mm-hmm. um, over time. So the, the government is a key piece in that in allowing or regulating um, certain actions to be taken in the crypto market. So right now we're waiting on the SEC to... Uh, approve an ETF, potentially approve an e- ETF this year. That was put off, put off, and over the past year, the government shutdown kind of affected that. And so now mm-hmm. we're going through this process again and determining um, whether this ETF should be approved and if the market is mature enough for an ETF. And so we're, we're seeing a lot of fluctuation in the market simply because of waiting on more institutional money to flow in. And so the ETF yeah. will kind of open the door a bit wider for institutions. I'll, I'll,
0: I'll tell you right now, I am very interested in that that ETF. Um, I've told many people that uh, I'd love to trade Bitcoin, but I, I don't want to have to go out and go through the whole thing of getting a, a wallet and all the other steps that, that you and I have talked about. I, I would love to do it. But I'd like to do it through a, a much easier vehicle that I'm used to. Uh, in, in the form of, of an ETF would be great. So would that be just Bitcoin-specific or, or crypto somehow as a whole?
1: So it would probably be Bitcoin, um, at least okay. the one that's being considered currently. So I'm sure once, again, once that one is if approved, if when it's approved, uh, we'll see more follow on the foots of that, which may be more of an index structure and maybe contain a basket of altcoins in it as well.
0: That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds interesting to me. I'm going to keep up with that one. I'd like to get into that while I can. Here on the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, we give you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I think the smartest thing you could do is open a new brokerage account with Tastyworks. Tastyworks is a brokerage platform that I use and I recommend. The commission structure is absolutely unbeatable at $1 per leg total. Now, if you sign up for a free Tastyworks account using the code 10MINUTE, that's 10 M I N U T E, I'll give you $150 in free 10 Minute Trader exclusive bonuses from 10minustrader.com just for opening a free account at Tastyworks. Remember to use the code 10MINUTE, that's 10 M I N U T E when signing up for your new Tastyworks account today. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, Taylor, um what 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 else is on your mind? Do you have anything else you want to cover while I got you on the line today?
1: Yeah, I mean, there, there's a, a lot of stuff in the crypto market that is easy to get into and learn. Uh, but one of the most important pieces, and what we're seeing right now, uh, a recent Canadian exchange had some issues and lost sort of the funds that they were holding. It's uh, oh. Quadriga. It's been it's been all over the news. I'm sure many people have seen it. Quadriga, uh, the founder, the CEO of the exchange, passed away. But he oh, and he was like the one person with the key, right? And he was the only person with uh, essentially the passwords to those funds. So uh, it's important when you're in the crypto market and getting started to um, understand what private keys are. And so that's the key that unlocks your wallet, right? Uh, and if you don't have private keys, if you're keeping your funds on exchange, then essentially those funds are not your funds if you don't have the key to unlock it. So it's not just a password, it's it's keeping those secure. Um, and that's sort of... One of the learning curves within crypto is just knowing that you're at you you're your own bank at this point. Um, your funds on your trading account or in Robinhood or wherever you're trading, those are there and the, they there's secure password or face ID or pin code or something. But in crypto, you have to make sure if you're not using those funds on exchange to go ahead and pull those off and hold them on a hardware wallet or paper wallet or some other way of managing those funds so it's important to see that because right now what this canadian exchange is dealing with is trying to have to hack um the founder's laptop and go through all these desperate measures just to find the 140 million dollars worth of assets that were lost or not necessarily lost but just locked away and those will remain locked away forever um if they can't crack his password Um, because the way the intended use case of bitcoin is to be decentralized and not have one person Controlling the network, so it's not like a bank where they can just go, "Up, we'll just transfer this funds over here, and now you have Mm -hmm. them." Sorry, sorry, we misplaced them for a bit, but it's not like that. So, your funds, keep them safe.
0: You know, I'll I'll be honest, that that gives me even more reason to wait for that
1: uh, ETF. (laughs) Hearing a story like that, right? And that's the thing is, the crypto we're still early in the adoption cycle. There's still a lot of growth that we see have to see in the market. The usability of many of these wallets and exchanges is still can be a pain uh so keep in, keep an eye out whenever that etf comes out but it, keep the education kind of trending along so you stay up to up to date on what's happening in the market
0: right right well cool taylor thank you very much for for going through all that i i think that was a a nice way to expand upon our our first talk together so uh, next time we'll have to, you know, next time I think it'd be really great is if we could uh, maybe talk about one coin in particular and you could tell me some of the things that, um, like Ripple, for example, uh, some of the things that uh, you you guys at Simpler Trading are doing around that with that um, and why you like it, uh, something like sure. that. I think that would be really useful for the audience to, to get a little more perspective on the, the fundamental side that you guys are talking yeah. about. I think
1: it'd be great. It's a, easy, it's a great way to learn. Yeah. We break break down the coin to like the basics, understand how it works and intended use case and all that. I think we'd be great. I would really like that. Cool. Well, Taylor, thanks again for coming online today. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to next time. Absolutely.
0: So that wraps up today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. Be sure to come back tomorrow for more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thank you so much for listening to today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. I know you're a listener, but are you a watcher? Make sure you head on over to YouTube, type in 10-Minute Stock Trader, and subscribe to the 10-Minute YouTube channel. Every week, I upload all the podcasts as full videos, and that way you're getting the full 10-minute trading experience. That way you can have all the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. Make sure you subscribe to whatever podcast app you're listening to, and leave me a five-star review if you don't mind. That would be fantastic. And whenever you're done with that, head on over to 10MinuteStockTrader.com and download the One Minute Options Trading Quick Start Guide. It'll give you all the tools, tips, and tricks that I use in my own portfolio, and it never gets outdated, and it will apply to every single options trade out there, so I think it'll be pretty useful for you. And while you're there, check out the free portfolio page. That'll show you everything that I've traded over the last year in full transparency. And since you're on the website already, check out the free trading course. In this free trading course, I give you every single thing that I know and use in my own portfolio, and I definitely think it'll help you out too. And then after you're done there, head on over to TastyWorks.com and sign up using the code 10MINUTE, that's one zero M I minute and I'll send you over $150 in free 10-Minute Trader exclusive bonuses from 10MinuteStockTrader.com. And most of all, thank you so much for letting me be a part of your day. I really appreciate the fact that you and I have connected today and that you've chosen to put me inside your earbuds. That means the absolute world to me. And thank you so much for stopping by. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person.